One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Stop talking before we record. Okay, yeah. let's go. Ready? Can we go, Erica? Homeland Security get a hold of this podcast I'm fucked <laughs> maybe don't mention the shrooms my phone might go off on it just stick it on um, shut potato up potato mode <laughs> potato mode I don't know what that means Dayton my aunt is so cute she was like have a great weekend and don't forget you are beautiful inside and out um, do you want to record Back a podcast front. instead of catching up with your family you have a boyfriend Ricardo he has a Brazilian bottom uh, but he's a bottom, so girl. Two bottoms You're don't bottom. make a top. Yeah, he's a big old fucking Stop. bottom. Stop. I thought she was Halloween costume. No. <laughs> Why are you gay? Why, Why are, are you, are you a gay? gay? That boy is a bottom. Silly boy. Don't play with me. My fucking eczema is coming back on my hand. Um, excuse me, I've got a little bit of eczema on my hand from my ring. I have eczema on my hand. Um, welcome to Unapologetic, the podcast with him, Andrew Fitzsimons. We can't even do one fucking thing. Just do it again. Okay. Silly boy. And introduce yourself after you say welcome to Unapologetic, so I don't have to introduce you. Oh, because I thought you were going to introduce yourself. I was waiting for you to introduce yourself. Okay, great. Because you're first on the graphic. Anyway. Fuck's sake. Anyway. Okay, I am Beyonce. Welcome to Unapologetic, the podcast with me, Andrew Fitzsimons. And me, Erica Cody, where we are going to be talking all about... You're really selling it so far, Erica. <laughs> where we talk about shit that's going on in our lives, what's going on in the world. Um, and also, we love to hear from you guys. We'd love to hear about your dilemmas, agony on situations, about questions that you're usually too afraid to ask that probably have too much shame attached to them, usually. Yeah. Or maybe you don't have a gay friend like me. Yeah, or a black girlfriend like me. And if you're a little curious about um, whatever it might be, um, we're, your, we're your gals. Yeah, we, we are your gals. Your agony gals. Your agony gobshites. Let's do this. That was 15 minutes long. Well. So, Andrew. Well. Episode two. We just dropped our first podcast. I know. Can you believe it? I can believe it. Um, Because literally at this point now that we've been like recording and working on the podcast, every time we have a conversation and we're laughing, I'm like, oh, fuck, that would have been really good. Would have been great, but we just can't help ourselves. <coughs> I know. Can't we just, get enough of each other. I know. Just the chemistry. But we just said that. Can you imagine and- if we were, can you imagine if I was straight? No, I'd I'd actually hate that. I wouldn't be a, a straight I'd be, Leo man. I'd Absolutely be your, I'd not. I'd be your daddy. 
I'd be your you are my zaddy. LA daddy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You are my but I'd be your zaddy. <laughs> my zaddy. So Andrew is currently back in Dublin, thank God, yes. for uh, a little bit of time. So we said, since we've already dropped the first episode, yeah. we're going to double drop today on Wednesday. Yeah, and an we said day. we might as well get one more episode in the bag before you head back to LA. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going back tomorrow. And then this comes out three days later, I think. Yeah, fully. Um, yeah, so I'll be back in 32 degree weather. Hate you. Um, sorry about you. I'll be over here with my SAD. <laughs> Your sad lamp. <laughs> sad girl with a no, sad sa- lamp. SAD is like a seasonal. Affective disorder. Affective disorder, yeah. yeah. All Irish people lamp. have it. Sad lamp. L- lamp. Yeah, lamp. sad lamp. Do you know what the antidote <laughs> to seasonal depression is? Buy a little baby lamb. A sad lamb. But make it sad. A, s- a little lamb. Listen to Lana Del Rey any- with your lamb. That actually does sound really nice. That actually would be really lovely. Or, like or, or your mom's, um, one of your mom's donkeys. One of my mom's donkeys. The baby donkey was so Oh no, so pepper. Cute. pepper. Baby pepper. So Erica's mom is, you're probably going to be hearing about her a lot. Kiki Stylo in the Ki- mixo. Her name is Kiki Stylo and she is indeed in the mixo. And she's a very, very, very special person. I knew... She's incredible. I know her, obviously, um, before I knew Erica. As you would have heard in the last episode. Yeah. Um, but she's she's a total free spirit. Like, just everybody loves her. She's amazing. Um, she lives down the country and she does have... She has a goat. She has a goat, several named. dogs. And What's the goat's three donkeys. Name? Oh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, the goat. Billie Eilish. And then what are the donkeys' names? Um, I called the baby donkey Pepper. Oh yeah, Pepper. Because um, she's she's like a pepper color. Yeah. Um, she's and so then furry. I can't remember th- her mom's name. I think I think nice the dad is Seamus. Oh, you remember the man, but not the woman. Obviously. Wow. Men sexist. on the brain these days. Yeah, you do. You do have men on the brain. I can definitely attest to that. A lot has changed since you the last are, time you were home. Yeah, last time I was home, you were in a very long-term relationship. And this time, you are a single gal. Oh, that feels so weird. Yeah. It's well, mad. It's so weird. Um, what's it been like? It's been interesting. Obviously, breakups are really shit. How long I'd, has it been now? Like, what? Two it's months? been a couple of months. Yes. Yeah, but after after a very long time. After a very long time. Like years, and I, I like I won't get into it too much, but no. I think, you know, breakups are, n- are never easy no, no. matter, you know, no. what way they go. They're not easy no matter how easy they are. Yeah, you're like, you know, it's it that was a huge chunk of my life. Yeah. Um so having to kind of find myself again, I suppose, and just yeah. kind of take a minute to like navigate through my life on my own again yeah has been an adjustment but it's been um I've learned a lot I've learned to be a lot more patient I've learned that patient with sometimes just just with life with okay with life um and it's one of those things that it's like yeah it's the it's the learning that nothing is forever yeah, but that but that is an important lesson in life. Yeah. I always think of like nature, look at nature as our spiritual like teacher. Um if you look at the look at a plant, everything just regenerates. Yeah. The Buddhists mm. say that life is a series of births and deaths throughout the whole thing. 100%. Um and the thing is if you try to I, I across the board in life, if you try to hang on to anything, mm. it never ends up working. Yeah. You have to let everything flow and accept everything. Mm. It's kind of like taking shrooms, uh, taking magic <laughs> mushrooms. You kind of have to go enjoy everything but don't hold on to anything too tightly. Mm-hmm. Just allow stuff to happen and accept if something's in front of you and, and accept it. it if it's not. Yeah. And feel it. I think that was the biggest thing was actually just having to sit yeah with you know 
the decision, but also to sit with myself and be like, okay, what do I really want out of life now? You know? Yeah. Um, and it made me regroup in a way that I was, I had a new drive to make things happen. Right. Um, because I'm the kind of person that when I'm in something, I'm in 110%. Totally. And I tend to kind of put myself on the back burner. I think a lot, I think that's very common. I do the same. Yeah. A lot of people use relationships as an excuse yeah. to not do things yeah, because yeah, you can totally. say, oh, well, I have to be I here for blah, blah, blah. You that. actually don't have to do anything. You can actually yeah. just live your own life. It's so mad. So yeah, I'm just kind of navigating. It's so weird because I like never talk about like my relationships. No, my, uh, like, this is big for you, I think. This is, this is actually huge. Yeah, um, but you never shut up about it. So <laughs> <laughs> to me, all I hear Well, to you, in the, well, in the back, in the I'm I'm boy crazy. I was boy crazy. I was born boy crazy. I'm yeah. just a boy boy crazy person, and I didn't realize I'm boy crazy. I don't want to make you sound like a hoe, but because it's not it's, it's not just, a, it's not in practice. She just doesn't doesn't shut up about boys, which is great because <laughs> I don't shut up about boys either. But now it's two of us. Yeah, it's it's because you're very you were very very re- you're very respectful in your relationship. You weren't like oh my god him. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like that anyway. Yeah, you know. And I yeah. think when like I and I, I'm extremely loyal. So when I'm in something, there's like no distractions. There's no nothing. I'm all about that right. person and what we are in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just not used to talking about my relationships ever openly and right. now that I have a podcast with you I'm just like yeah, we gotta be, o- we, gotta be we have honest. to be open because you know what I really could have used somebody that was going through the same thing mm-hmm. as me if I was listening to a podcast or whatever so hopefully it helps somebody who's like going through a breakup or has gone through a breakup recently because yeah. it get it, at the start it's like it's the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. You never see it Hard. getting better. Yeah. Um, you're That's like, you, no one is going to love me again. No yeah. one's going to know me the way that that person knew yeah. me. And it's just all about accepting um, where you're at in that moment and in that decision and going back to, you know, why it was, the I, I suppose, the, the best decision at the time to make. Yeah. Um and again, I think the two of us have a very open perspective on life yeah. and a positive outlook on life. Because for me, whenever I'm met with a negative situation, like it could be anything that's going on in my life. There has to be some sort of positive that comes out of it, you know. Absolutely. Otherwise, if you're just sitting and wallowing about, you know, what could have been or what should have been Victim or why, like, did I do something wrong? Was this even the right decision? Like you, you go through all of those emotions of like mm-hmm. bartering guilt heartbreak pain and you know just being like what what is what the fuck is going on in my life you know i had one of those moments it's a crossroads and that kind of makes you like reevaluate everything you kind of like uh, like a self-audit of like okay i made a really hard decision of something that wasn't working even though i loved somebody and like x y and z yeah um for me i've had lots of situations like that and if you're going to really like you, you're kind of um, forced to think about all of, mm-hmm. of, uh, your life because yeah. then you're kind of completely detached from another person. Yeah. And it's just you. And it's like, OK, what does my life look like now? Yeah. I, and how do I do that? Like, what is that experience? like? Um, what the crazy thing was is that obviously, you know, I've been going through a breakup the same time that one of my best friends has been going through a breakup as well so right. with Talia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been really we have literally been each other's yeah. rocks throughout everything. And when you do go through it, I was like, okay, she was going through huge life changes. That's completely on her to talk about whenever she wants to. But 
um, I was like, I just need a new space, a new yeah. place to be, yeah. and a new. I I need a new start, right. and I needed it like ASAP. You know, right. I was ready to be out with the old and in with the new, and mm-hmm. just um start fresh. And yeah, long story short, we ended up living together. Like, <laughs> so you, so you and uh, Talia Heffernan, who Talia I Heffernan. was aware of as a model, a supermodel, a supermodel, um. And how do you actually don't even know how you guys know each other? Oh, just from da- from Egdosa with the stars. <laughs> no, funny enough, not. Huh. Um, we actually met through a friend, and we've been inseparable inseparable ever since. Yeah, so that was she, like she did four or five years ago. Before you, yeah, she was on so the first season. So you were friends season. before. Did you know her before that or after that? After Dancing with the Stars? I knew her. I met her after Dancing with the okay, Stars. Gotcha. After because she did the very first season, and we met about. Four years ago, five years okay. ago. Did she give you advice for when you were on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. She was like, just enjoy it. Oh. You know, your time is short. That was great advice. Just great enjoy advice. it. Great. Just, just go and have a great time. I know I'm not time. going to, if I ever decide to go on Dancing with the Stars. Oh my God, you have to. Yeah, but I'm you not going to. I'll go to Talia. Like, what should I do? Blah, blah, blah. Just, just point your just toes. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, like, there's no advice you can really give to someone going into that experience because it's like, you just have to make it your own and everyone's experience yeah. is so different. I would just put, I, well, now I'm prepared of, that I'm going to have like the ugliest feet in the universe. Well, we spoke about my feet enough in the last podcast. We were absolutely not doing it today. I outed yeah, myself also, having a bunion. Yeah. Oh, wow. Only and, you could make uh, me so do So you're that. fresh in the dating scene and yes. your bunion secrets are... <laughs> Out in the open. No one is ever going to want to date me. <laughs> um, no, I think they might. I think I think so, I think someone may overlook the bunion. Uh, it won't be easy because I've seen it. <laughs> Apologies in advance. It's, it's a big part of your life. But yeah. Um, so hold yeah, on. Can single I, can life I ask, is mad. Can Hinge is unhinged. Can I can I ask a question? Yeah. As a homosexual <clears throat> of the okay. world, um, dating is very. I don't know. It's very easy for gay people. It's very, but yeah. it's easy in the sense that it's two guys who can kind of very, very much relate to each other very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to date a woman, oh, I like. Well, actually, do you know what? I'd be grand because I actually do know about women, women. Well, you love and women. I do fight for equal pay, yeah. and if you are in a relationship with woman with a woman, and you don't fight for equal pay, you are a shit. Got it all wrong, babes. Um, but, um, <clears throat> for dating as a straight person, yeah. first of all. What are the apps like? Because guys, <laughs> gay guys on apps are vicious. Um, but I guess like they have, are they like a little bit like cordial? Are they a little bit like polite? Because obviously like... I'm still really new to the app game. Right. What? Um, how many apps are you on? Only two. Oh, okay. Only two. Okay. One of them is Raya. Okay. One of them is Raya. And then Which the Raya other one is, the, is like un- celebrity. Um, yeah. Or like. F- like how would you even just like, I hate using that word. It's like, like a discreet-ish app for. Like you can't screenshot. It's very private. Um, which is great. If you screenshot, you get kicked off it. So I'm on Basically, it too. Yeah. Uh, well, Riot in general is shite. I think it's shite. Do you know what it is? Like, do you want to meet Lars from I'm, Stockholm? What for am a I going to no. do with a man in Australia? I, I wouldn't do anything with a man from Australia. But, <laughs> um, but, Sorry. but yeah, it's all. But but it's an international app instead of oh, it's all, only people in your own city. It's literally. Yeah, do you I want think- to meet? Uh, a fucking um, financial investor but you know in what? Milan and I'm like do you know what? what I'm really spontaneous and you're really spontaneous as yeah. Leo's is just a natural trait so for me it actually kind of it excites me because I'm like oh my god you like, could go in a little yeah but do I actually really want to jump in a plane to go and see somebody no no that no, I've never met travel, before shouldn't have to travel for it's, sex it's more so just the 
the chat, I suppose. Yeah, okay. That's so exciting. I'm, wean- I'm just, easing I'm, yourself back in. I'm easing myself back in. Okay. I haven't been in the game for a very long time. Right. She's rusty. She's a little bit rusty, but, you know, we're we're figuring it out. So, okay, what's the other app? Unhinged. Oh, God. Okay. So I know AKA that one Hinge. too. That one, it, actually, that one is good dependent on the city that you're in. It's very entertaining. Yo, Hinge in London? Oh, Damn. Oh. Like, that's just a catalogue of sexy men. Damn. Damn. And yeah. New York, too. LA, not at all. Dublin, yeah. not so much. Yeah. Dublin um, for, for gay guys, grinders better. Hinge is strictly on London. Yeah. Strictly. Yeah. No, literally. Strictly. It's just It's just the London app. Yeah. Um, and there's no grinder for straight people. No. It's basically Hinge, <gasps> I suppose. Really? Like, I don't do the whole Tinder thing and whatever. But like, it's not like Hinge... Grindr. Like, you wouldn't be like, hey, like, what, do you, are you into anal? Like, what's up? Like, straight away. Because we would. <laughs> well, so, well, well, I think it's implied with us, that's actually. The, yeah. <laughs> it really depends. Like, because on Hinge, you can have, like, voice notes. They freak me, me out. Me who have, like, we'll be in our bedrooms and all you can hear is, <laughs> from the other room. Um... So I have to bring up Ricardo. Okay, so my best friend Ricardo is um, in Dublin also. Yes. uh, Photographer. He has a hinge and he had a a voice note (laughs) and he wondered why he wasn't getting any dates. What was your voice note, Ricardo? Okay, he was just it's just him <laughs> in a very, very deep, sad voice singing an obscure Lana Del Rey song. Oh what you don't know. Da, da, da. I thought you'd love that though. Speak now forever, hold your peace, Ricardo. Yeah, I think he only <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you wanted to date him after that, it, it's like you, you want to just hold someone who's crying. <laughs> Which I do. I yeah. do. I want, I want to hold that's uh, kind Ricardo of um, crying. that's kinda of on brand for you though, Ricardo. Actually, maybe maybe put it back on. Maybe you'll get your like <laughs> Big Spoon um, lover. Um, okay. But yeah, um, d- dating is just wild. I knew it would be strange and a, a, new, a weird new experience for me again. Yeah. It's not as if I've actually gone on lots of dates because I haven't. Yeah. Um, I've just been seeing. No, you've just been obsessing over I've just been browsing. People. Yeah. I've really just been browsing. Yeah, but you obs- like you literally see someone you like and then just not even talk to them yet but like obsessing like I think Andrew, actually stop you know right there, I'm, I'm thinking the we of... should get a house together in Ibiza <laughs> me and him I'm like you literally just swiped right two seconds ago you are outing me yeah I am it's, bi- it's big enough that I actually spoke about my relationship for the first time never mind cock blocking no, me from you, potentially dating someone no we all have our dating styles I'm very similar to you but I just try and like pull it back a little bit but You're... I do pull it back it's no, only with my, with my friends don't. you absolutely don't well of course I do. No, you're no. I'm not saying that you go, you text them going, "Hey, do you, can will you marry me?" But no, I'm but you really no, but you space. secretly you secretly are like see a guy and you're like, "Oh my god, I think I'm gonna marry him." Yeah, of course, and every girl does. Really? Every, that's standard pr- procedure for every women. single guy that you're interested in. You project a whole life onto them. Hundred percent. Women are. That's a terrible idea. It's you're so terrible. Yourself, you're setting yourself up for disappointment day one. I think the whole mentality behind that is that like. A, I think it's just human nature, especially for well, for all my girlfriends, it's, it seems to be the norm. Um, but also, the sooner you picture all that stuff, you're waiting for them to give you the ick. Then, exactly. Yeah, I know. But then that's how you get over if it do- if they give you the ick. Oh my Sorry, god! Sorry, icks. If you if you can d- we talk about icks? Okay, I have too many. Um, uh, uh, what are your icks? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> I have so many. Okay, so I live in LA. I think I so actually the, have a folder of X on my phone. You do? I'm sure you do. I think I do. I live in LA, so everyone gives me the fucking ick. 
because they're all fucking like actors and fucking <laughs> um and just like or like wannabe or like i don't know they're really annoying but they'll just be like their headshot like yeah, is the it's first picture profesh. yeah and then they will they'll have the voice note thing and they'll be like uh <laughs> Well, as a voiceover actor, I blah blah, blah and I'm like, Ugh. oh, ick number not. twelve, yeah. Um, and it'll usually be like, "What's your favorite thing?" And it'll be like, "Getting presents," <laughs> and like, like literally. But that's my love language is gifts. Yeah, literally. Um, what's your favorite thing to do? Like, um, when you laugh at my jokes, it'll, I don't know. I just everything gives me the ache over there. They're all fucking idiots. You need to come home. More. I, I I don't date American guys. I will not date an American guy. Yeah. I don't think I've ever dated an American guy. What? Never dated an American guy. Stop. No. That's crazy. No. Last relationship, he was Colombian. And before that, he was Canadian. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Legs Wide. <laughs> um, uh, okay, what are your icks? I bet you have a million icks. I do, but like me, I don't even know why I asked this question. Because I can icks. never compartmentalize. I think it's Straight more so ex. someone who. What if a guy? What, do guys ever be like, "Hey, baby"? Like, what? We we're like. I've had guys be like to me, "Hey, bitch." Hey, bitch. Um, no, that was a, that was a, that was a gay. That was gay. Hey, bitch. No, no, no. It What's wasn't up, like one of them. <laughs> What's up, girlfriend? What if do, do guys ever call girls hun? What's up, hun? If a man called me hun, I would run for the hills. <laughs> I'd be up in the Dublin mountains by the time you could even get it out. Of I don't know. I think you might be run towards them. No, I don't like things that would give me the ick are like just people who are really rude to like wait staff. Yeah. And people in yeah. hospitality. That's yeah. like a huge ick for me. Yeah. Um, that's not only a Nick, that's a deal breaker for me. Oh, complete yeah. deal breaker. Is a Nick a deal breaker? No, you're saying uh, no, you can get over are, Nick. Icks are like, no, you can't really get over <gasps> Icks. Oh, so an Ick is, a, is, an, is an Irish deal breaker. Because in America you say deal breaker, here it's an Ick. That's something we have to ask our listeners. What? Do you all think that Icks are a deal breaker or something that you can get over? Because personally, I think they're something that you can't get over. Well, the depending. Thi- well, some things that are icks to me when, like in in situations where I've ended up dating the person, yeah, I have to like just train my brain to like not be an ick. Yeah, like I oh. had one guy that I was dating, and he ate. I have, I get, oh, no. I hate Loud hearing people eating. Yeah, it just like makes me want to throw up. Unless I really like the person, I'm able to go. Do you know what? I love you. I couldn't do it with him. There just the way he ate was so annoying, oh. and I literally could never say anything. And guess what? When you fuck, you're in your relationship, you're eating with them all the time. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's a huge ick for me. Do you know what's a huge ick for me? What? Like huge. What? Men who wear pop socks. What the fuck is a pop sock? You know, like the little half sock. Is that like on sock. their dick? No. You know, <laughs> you know the little half socks. Tennis socks, you mean? No, like a half sock. Like you can't even see them. They're like invisible socks. So it looks like they're not wearing socks. Oh, like the the ones you get in Urban Outfitters. Oh my God, they're the worst. They're, they literally just cover your toes and your heel. I think I've worn them in my shoes and it curls Andrew, up into a little ball in about 30 seconds. Andrew, never, ever put a pop sock on again. I would not they date Satan's spawn. I wouldn't date a guy if he wore. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not. Uh, whatever. If I insult people, whatever. Um, okay. I wouldn't date a guy who wears Vans. I'm sorry. It means that you are emotionally unintelligent. Now that we're on the topic of shoes, because I'm a sneakerhead. Go on. Another ick for me is when guys mistake Jordans for Dunks. I don't know what. Either Anybody are. who's a sneakerhead, <laughs> regardless of what the fuck is a Dunk? <laughs> a shoe, a Nike shoe. A Dunk is a shoe. Nike shoe. Yeah. There's a big difference. Like people think that like dunks are the same as Jordans. They're just not. These well, are Jordans. They, they are to me. No, they're not. We're, yeah, we have a lot of work to do, Andrew. 
Um, and also, that's not me farting, no, by the way. That's just the noise of the chair. My, Erica my, is, my Air Jordan Erica off is the very chair. flatulent. Yeah. Um, since she's been single. <laughs> can't. Can we, do we have to cut that part out? We'll figure it or out. I'm saying that you've got a loose hole. <laughs> Just bleep it out. Just bleep it out. I feel like dating as a gay man and dating as a straight woman are two very different oh, things. They oh a hundred percent. Because there's are. games that girls have to play to keep men interested. What? Yeah. You whereas you, you just go straight for the juggler. Well, I I don't. I I'm very I'm very conservative usually. I'm very um old fashioned. Yeah. But I'm but the thing is the the benefit of like me being with the guy is I know how guys think. Whereas women really try to understand guys, but. You can't. The only thing it's a waste that you, of time. No, because there's nothing to understand. They, they just they are basically just lying sex addicts. That's what men are. <sighs> that that's just what men are. It's you might find a really nice one who mightn't cheat on you. Now, Andrew, don't be delusional. Well, no, they will cheat on you. But uh, yeah, that's no, as in find a nice one. <laughs> oh yeah, true. I haven't found. <laughs> I'm just one joking. Yet. Men no, are well, we're kind of no, we're well. I'm a total man hater. I hate men. Well. I absolutely detest men. They're the worst. At the moment, I'm not far on. off, but we're working on that. <laughs> well, when you've gone on, on enough shit dates in LA, it'll fucking it'll do it. I to just you. no. Do you know what it is for me? I'm not the type to just go on a date and waste my time if I'm not interested in somebody. Like I'd have to at least. I heard about a straight thing. A straight thing. Yeah, that women. So men, a lot of the time. So in the gay world, it's two guys. So at dinner, yeah. you split the bill usually. Oh. But there's, 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 because we, we don't have a history of dating chivalry because yeah. we would have got, uh, like, murdered in the streets. Yeah. So, um, what I heard from a girl at one point, she was like, oh, yeah, guys always pay. Oh, I know who it was. I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, men pay for dinner. So, like, if you ever want to just, if you're broke and you want to go dinner. for a, f- a fancy dinner, just go with some ugly guy because they're usually rich and they'll take you to, like, a really <gasps> nice place. And then you just have a fancy dinner. If uh, the amount of times oh I didn't eat, oh, like in my lifetime from just being poor, living in yeah. New York or wherever, I could have been on dates. Could have been on, d- well. That would have been. Depends. Well, that would have been escorty, I guess, for me. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been the vibe. Well. That's actually a good <clears throat> question as well that we could ask our listeners. Do you think it's still right for guys to pay on the first date or on a date in general? It's easy for me to say for what women. I would do if I was a girl because I have no lived experience of being a girl. It's but, just the done thing for. But, oh, you so you, like it's just normal. Just accept that yeah. for a guy to pay for. Like yeah, it well, just... you might as well just fucking. I I can see like, <coughs> I can see the um like rebellious part of me not wanting to. And yeah, like, yeah, I can yeah. afford this myself. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna pay it's, for you. That's very me. But also, you're a man, so you should pay because you're shit. Yeah, I'll buy a drink after. Yeah, I might. Well, depending. Yeah. If you fuck me good, I'll take your ass to Red Lobster. <laughs> That's a lyric. I know. Okay. Oh my god, name that tune. Um, <clears throat> name that tune. Yeah. Name that gay, tune. G- gay relationships, gay dating is very different to straight dating. Very different. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually it's like having to do maths. Yeah, it is like do, trying to do. It's maths. like doing girl math and boy math at the same time. It's exhausting. Like it took me so long to learn my times tables. Never mind learning. How to do girl math and boy math at do the same rem- time. Times tables. I my mum bet my times tables One plus one is two. One plus two is three. One plus four no, is times. five. times. Oh. It's like two by two mom. is four. Oh, I'm not I even going to get into it. <clears throat> do you know what? Then the divides ones. Oh. Seven divided by Do you know what? 12? That would be that'd, ri- that'd be a good. That's that's like the opposite of a nick. 
if a man can do his times tables oh, straight off the Oh, you can take bat, care of me, that means. Oh, Because I don't know how to even, like, you've read. You've got me. Yeah, you've got me for life. <laughs> you had me what? You had me at two times two. Yeah. Um, okay, so this trip. This um, trip. We're both single. And we both uh, moved out into new houses. We both moved into new houses. You moved in with Talia. I bought a house in the Hollywood Hills. As you do. My first home that I've ever bought, which She's is She's a homeowner. Crazy. She's a She's homo- a mortgage. Um she has a mortgage. Oh my god. When I had to like this is the most adult thing I've ever done yeah. my whole entire fucking life and I feel like a total fraud <laughs> and like I'm pretending. Um but I had to sign my mortgage. It's like your last mortgage repayment will be blah 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 um 2052. 52 I said, if I make it to fucking 52, Jeez, we'll be I'll be doing to well. Next week. <laughs> I'm going to look the same. I live in LA. I will look the exact same. Um, but like, that's such a long time. That's such a long time. I remember like when you literally closed the deal and you called me and you were like, I have a mortgage. I have a mortgage. I own a house. It's I'm in debt. It's so crazy. <laughs> like from a council estate to yeah. owning my own home. In is the hills. Like, is that, but that was, a, that was a lot of work. That, that was 22 years of fucking yes. breaking my Breaking back. your ass. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're single, single, you're living in the hills. I'm living with my best friend. Yeah. Life. Oh, well, do you know what it is? Life has just been lifing very hard. I don't know about you, but for me, it's as if life just threw a fridge at me and was like, just get up and deal with it. Yeah. Um, not only that, I went through a breakup. My dog passed away last week and I've just have a whole new life. But don't you think that like... The, the relationship and the dog um, situation was very, like, one part of your life. 100%. Kind of, uh, into an- going into another. Yeah. A whole new phase. 100%. And, like, the, what, how I've kind of made... Not that I've made peace with it, because I'm still genuinely broken. At, yeah. Especially at the loss of my dog. Because um, yeah. he... It's so mad. Like he moved in with me to my granddad's when I was like 16. And then I moved into my new home Mm -hmm. and he wasn't necessarily supposed to be there. He was going to stay at my granddad's to like keep him company and stuff. And um, my granddad went away for like 10 days and then Tally was back in New York and he came to stay with me. And yeah, he he just took a turn. Mm. His health just took a turn and mm. it, it was just I woke up one morning basically and he couldn't move his legs. He was completely yeah. paralyzed from the waist down. Yeah. Um and I brought him to the vet obviously that morning and I was like I don't know what's wrong with him. It's a it's a really long story that I yeah. won't get into, yeah. but um after that it happened he to be like kept in a crate and on strict bed rest for 2 weeks. Um but obviously with lots of lots of tender love and care. And then, you know, a couple of two weeks later, uh, he he was doing really well, and then he just took a turn, and it, it was literally just as if he was like, "I start you started a journey on your mm-hmm. own when you were sixteen. Mm-hmm. I was with you through that, and mm-hmm. now I've gotten you here, yeah, to this house. I'm not and he got going to, to see cry. You in, yeah, he got to see you in, um, in your home and happy and settled. He saw me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In my house and was like, yeah, she's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, oh my God. And babes. <laughs> babes. And it was it was really nice. Yeah, I know it's it's really hard, but like to to be with him, to hold his hand after him, like ho- literally saving like that dog saved my life. Yeah. Um. So to be there with him on my own yeah. in the vet, you yeah. know, having in his very last moments. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's so bittersweet. It's traumatizing, but it's also like I I've never been so grateful for such an unconditional love before in my life. Totally. Um. Yeah, and it was as if he was just like, look, she's good, she's happy, she's here mm-hmm. with Bowie, she's here with the two boys, she's got Thalia, she's got great friends, she's yeah. starting a whole new chapter in her life, and yeah. my job here is done. Yeah. That's it's what so it felt beautiful. like. Um, so yeah, R.I.P. Buddy. I'm, oh, I love buddy. you so much. Um, so you're a vision. <laughs> speaking of... <laughs> speaking of... Speaking of new beginnings, <laughs> um, the amount of questions I'm getting from people being like, where's the music? Where's the music? Well, I okay. know where the music was last night. I'm sorry. <clears throat> we went out last night. Yes. Erica, let's talk about this first. Okay. Erica, w- w- this will lead into Eurovision, I promise. Yes. Um, so Erica and myself and Ricardo and a couple of friends of ours, Katia yeah. Mia, who is on Virgin TV presenter, TV extraordinary, presenter, beautiful, extraordinary, beautiful woman, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, we had Davina Divine, the queen of Ireland. Yeah. Um, no intro needed. Uh, we had just a, a beautiful table yeah. of all of our amazing friends yeah. at the belong to dinner. I worked, um, uh, on stand up awareness week, which is this week, um, in Ireland where, Belong to, um, if you don't know, is a organization here in Dublin, based here in Dublin, but servicing the whole island. And uh, they basically focus on LGBTQ plus youth. Mm-hmm. And um, Stand Up Awareness Week is where they give uh, resources, information, training to teachers in schools, in youth clubs, um, to make... Um, make those spaces safe for LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. kids. And <coughs> after m- myself having a, a very tough time in school and being on the receiving end of a lot of homophobic bullying, uh, it was really important for me to to uh, support that, that mm-hmm. organization. And last night was the the rainbow ball, the dinner it was beautiful. Was I gave a speech, this incredible um, young adult uh, named B uh, gave a beautiful, beautiful speech. They were so brave. Yeah. Um, and okay. So that was all great. There was obviously the drinks were flowing. Um, so me and Erica <laughs> were, yeah, we were just, we were turning it. We were dancing in the corner, taking photos, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We go, then we go to Panty Bar and as, as soon as I walk in, I'm literally there with my two sisters with Erica and my bio sister, Olivia. <laughs> And they both run over to the drag queen who's DJing because they obviously oh, yeah. both know the drag queen. And Thalia ran over and as well. And Thalia. Um, Ariana Grinder. Ariana Grinder. Shout Ari- out to Ariana Grinder. That bitch plays my music in the panty bar like it's going out of fashion. So, I fucking love her. So we walk in and then all of a sudden she puts on Cry Babby. Cry Babby. She puts on Cry Babby. Cry Babby. And 
and Erica jumps You're up. Irish and Irish again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and she gives she gives a full like performance of Crybaby for the whole. <laughs> Of Panty Bar. Literally, <laughs> it was like we were in Carnival in fucking Brazil. All of the Brazilians knew all the words. It was it was a beautiful moment. It was so fun. It was amazing. But that gave me a little taste of like, what does a Eurovision... Because I'm Eurovision fucking Crazy. Obsessed. Yeah, obsessed. we need to give the backstory to this one as well. And But I was just thinking, yeah. like, we need an Erica Cody... Eurovision yeah. moment. We need to take we need to take the crown back. Yeah, we, we do. are the the OG winners of the Eurovision. Yes. We are we're we're the godfather at this point. And you know what's funny is that it's in Sweden this year. And Sweden have Abba. the same amount of wins <gasps> as Ireland now. So I'm like, you know what? No, not for If long. someone wants to go take the crown you know what? for Eurovision, has to be me. Um Okay, anyway, so Sweden. Okay, well, uh, but okay, also, Sweden. they do Mamo. have a legacy because no one cares about the other entries except for um, the one that they played last night, apparently, Lorraine. is a big gay, gay icon. Lorraine anthem. is an icon. She's and a then, Eurovision icon. She entered it, I think, three times. First oh, wow. time, she didn't even qualify to go to Eurovision okay. from her national final. Very Second time she went was with um, Euphoria. Oh, I know that yeah. song. Yeah. Did, did, yeah. did that win? That won. Okay. Yeah, she won twice. So then she's after winning now with tattoo. All the things she said, all the things she said, running through oh my, my head. Oh my god, no, Andrew, you're you're not a you're actually not a real Eurovision stand. No, well, you don't know I'll t- no, do you know why I don't know who fucking won uh, this year? Because you dragged me out of the fucking George while in the middle of us watching it. Excuse me, yeah. Andrew. We watched the whole thing. No, we actually didn't. Wa- oh, maybe. oh no, no, we didn't. No, we did. We did. We didn't. But- we did watch it. We didn't watch it. You you and Ricardo dragged me out of there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because I'd already seen them because I'd done the jury. Oh, yeah. but yeah. So Erica saw them, so no one else was allowed to. <laughs> anyway, Eurovision music. Yeah, so no, but I think Sweden is that it. they are like, it's us against. It's Ireland it is. v. Sweden. It is. They have the legacy of your one. What's her name again? Loreen. Loreen. You are the worst. Loreen. Loreen Kelly Live. Um, she, uh, but, they, but they have the OG... ABBA, the, the the OG Eurovision success story, which is ABBA. Sweden is the pop capital of the world. Uh, yeah, and like and product, music so, production. To be, if I'm being totally honest, yeah, I want a bit of Sweden. I want to go to Sweden and I want to represent Ireland in Eurovision. I can't get it off my brain. Yeah, it's all I really think about. If I'm being totally honest, we have a song. <clears throat> okay, so I've I've been getting a lot of questions about Eurovision over the yeah. years. I think for the last like three years, yeah. my name has always kind of been floating around when it came to like Eurovisiony stuff. Yeah, I never felt like it was the right time, right? Um, because I don't like to do things in halves. Right. I'd need to have the resources. I need yeah. the the creative director extraordinaire, yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> Andrew Simons. Um, but we're, we'll get to that. Um, and then yeah, my. My name just kind of always would be floating around and I was like, it's not the right time. I'm not ready to do it. Yeah. And then it's all about the song. And I didn't want it to be a oh, thing. Oh, is Eurovision Song Contest all about the Did song, Erica? No, I had no idea. I had no idea. All about the song, okay, baby. great. Good, good to know. <laughs> Continue. Every day every day's a school day. Songs are I important hate, on the Eurovision I Song Contest. Hate that you're the male version of me. Go on, kills me. Go on. Go on. Continue with this um this TED talk. <laughs> do you know what? I don't, like, I'm so stubborn to the point that when you slag me and you give me digs, I just don't even want to continue. Irregardless. Anyway, I think it's time for Ireland to take the fucking crown back. Exactly. And I think that we all know that we need Erica Cody. The reason that your name has been floating around is because everybody knows that you are the, like, the the top of the pyramid in terms of, like, a pop star in Ireland and, like, what, what that mm-hmm. can look like. And I think 
like Eurovision is such at this point I think now maybe even the same as the like the 60s and the 70s mm-hmm. it's it can be a career maker yeah. it wasn't so much maybe in the like the 90s and the 2000s yeah it went I think it went but when social periods. media came yeah, back yeah, yeah. I think that people really got back into it yeah and um it's just so huge like it's, it's such huge. a huge stage it's, it's a, a huge stage platform. that I would love to play with like yeah. I've always said how I would many love people to do would you be performing show? for how many people are in the like, audience it looks hundreds like millions of millions of people tune into Eurovision like oh no I think it's a billion people that watch it's huge yeah. I didn't I actually didn't realise how huge Eurovision was until I really started to take an interest in it yeah. I always knew it was like a big thing but now okay so basically we have a song this the so- song I, I, is okay so- I've heard the song and I, I, I've heard every version as you were you've like you've heard from the demo and then, to the and then master. I sent a really long um, <laughs> a voice note of I was like I know you didn't ask for me to completely break down the song and tell you what you should do but here you go because I smoked a lot of weed that day because um, <laughs> you live in LA uh, yeah because it's legal there um, but the song is fuck it, the, the, uh, as soon as I heard it I was like Erica this song is a hit yeah this, it sounds like a fucking it's it, pretty no, big it's a number one song it, it's, it feels like a number one sorry can I interrupt you for a second Andrew is a very 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 hard man to please especially oh, when it comes to impossible. anything creative impossible like, so the fact that I sent him the song yeah because <clears throat> we basically had this whole plan of like he was like you have to do Eurovision and I have to be your creative director and yeah. I was like okay let's just make it happen I was like let me play the song yeah I sent him the song he literally FaceTimed me the minute the song finished and was like, yeah. it's a hit. So I was like, okay, that got me really excited because I know how hard you are to please. Yeah. Um, but also the song was written w- with a, a hit maker of hit makers, Ruth Ann. Shout out to my friend Ruth Ann and Amy and Richie McCourt. We wrote the song together. And, you know, Ruth Ann has credits like Work Bitch and for Britney and the whole... Gay, gay anthem. Listen, gay it anthem. is exactly what everybody across the board party wants. You want a <laughs> You want a Bugatti? Why do you want... Where in France? In Paris or like Toulouse? Crazy horse. You want to party in Toulouse? You want to party in Nice? Monaco? No, that's too fancy. Do you want to party in... Be a Ritz. Ruth Ann, where did you want to party in France? Yeah, where do you want to, to Are we talking a vineyard party? Are we talking about like a chic fucking club in Paris? Anyway, the anyway. song is fucking brilliant but even it's but, so hard not to talk about it I like know. you can give the name away but I, I but promise the, it'll be so worth but it the, but as soon as we someone said Eurovision at some point around us and we just yeah. started talking about it and you said oh I've always wanted to do it and I was like literally I want Ireland to win so badly literally I will creative direct yeah like all the visuals the outfit yeah. the, everything um then you fucking send me that fucking banger of a song <laughs> And I don't think there's a choice. So what is the process? So I don't really know what the process is going to be. Do I they still do the, th- the thing on the late late? I think so. Okay. Like, I don't know what route they're going to. Like, I genuinely don't know the ins and outs. I was just like, I want to do it. Here you go. Here's my song. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they have the song. And now it's just a waiting game. We're going to see the song? what happens. Eurovision has the song? Irish Eurovision has <gasps> the song. Shut up. Yeah. When did you send that? When it had to be submitted. Yeah, so that was like a couple of weeks ago. So you ago. sent it when it had to be submitted? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm I'm in it, girl. Damn. I am in it. So, look, it's a waiting game. I'm just saying. So do they pick I like, oh, these are the top five and yeah. then. It's something like that. So, because obviously it's it's done so differently around the world. Like Spain have like this huge grand national final where they pick. And um, whereas like millions of people. It, it just really depends on the Erica, country. there is no way they're not going to pick that fucking song. I swear to God. There's absolutely no way. And if they do. Do you know what? It's a banger. 
like just let it be the number one that it is. It's a banger. But they will. They're it's absolutely. A it's the it, like. I'm ex- I'm excited about it. I just I think people will love it. And to be honest, I think lo- I had so many different plans for this year, music wise. Yeah. I was like, this year is gonna be a huge year for me. I'm gonna release uh, collab projects that I've been working on. I'm gonna release po- possibly an EP at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then the universe was like, slow the fuck down. Yeah. You're going to go through a breakup. Your dog is going to die. Mm-hmm. And you're going to move into a whole new space in your well, life. You so to... I needed to sit yeah. with what was happening in my life to be able to even create. Like, it took me months to even write again. I only started writing a couple of weeks ago. Because right. I just, I, it was wait. everything was too fresh, too raw. And I was like, I just need this time to reset, get my mind right, get my music right. Because I have so many big plans for next year. Mm-hmm. And Sweden is definitely one of them that I want to tick off my list. No, um, we're winning. We're winning. Yeah. Like, literally, we are winning. I, oh, my God. Can you imagine us? Do you know when they go to the backstage oh, thing? Yeah, and we'll all be like, Whoa! We're Guan! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wearing my literal my my um Italian ninety uh jersey. Oh your jersey. Yeah. I'll have a bottle of um a bottle of Bollinger in one hand. I'll yeah. have me flag in another one. No, I'll have two flags. I'm gonna have the uh the pride flag bottle and the Irish flag. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just gonna be oh my god. Can I just tell all of our friends uh listening right now how obsessed I am with Silla Black? No, Silla Black would have won the Eurovision. Silla Black you know would have taken silly, home that. Talking biscuit. about silly boys, silly UK for never putting Silla. Silla Black, that was a silly move. Silly move, silly boy. Silly moves from silly boys. So Silla, Silla, I recently discovered a Silla Black um, disco album that she released in 1978, and there's a song on it called "Silly Boy," and it is the greatest song of all time. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fantastic Okay so just channel Scylla Black's oh, energy yeah. When you're um, At the Eurovision So look it's a waiting game But me and Andrew We don't do, th- do things in halves And we have no, we don't. Big visions and big plans For for Eurovision So hopefully It's gonna be The one But yeah New music is definitely A massive Priority for me Yeah And it's coming Oh, we, we're just back from London as well. Yeah, we're just back from London. Um, I was there for my brand, um, doing press for my brand. Day one. I was did there I, for a good Did time. I show you my tattoo <laughs> that I got? Yes, you did. Oh, okay. It's the same as Ricardo's that okay, he got well, when he was 13. Do, do you ever have a friend who, who you go, have you heard this? Have you heard this? Oh, the streets <laughs> of Jamaica. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, took over a tattoo parlor with this famous tattoo artist, named Adam Claridge. Which was the whole reason why I was coming over to London in the first place, by the way. So we got matching tattoos and I never ended up getting an invite, but that's Oopsies, fine. Sorry. Um, Here for a good time, not a long time. So we, uh, all of the um, editors came and got tattoos and um, one of my best friends, Ricardo, he, yes, he did get a tattoo on the streets of Jamaica. <laughs> Where did you get the tattoo? Where was the, the location? At a friend's house, like a suburban I friend's thought, house, playing like no, Ma- Super thought, Mario. No, it's like, you said oh no, you were all out on the street when you got the tattoo because yeah. it's a caution sign. Yeah, he was, he was and homeless. And you were like, I didn't know what to homeless. get, so I looked. Yeah, at the he was just eating. He, he was so a tattoo artist found him eating out of a bin somewhere, and we're like, Hey, do you want a free tattoo? You look really down and out. This will cheer you, you up, fucking bitch. No, Je- but that's what he told me. No, he didn't. He didn't. Ricardo, no. hold on a second now. No. Now, Ricardo tall told tales. me Tall he, tales Erica. Let me let me finish Go on. Ricardo told, told me That he got a tattoo In the streets With his friends Who were all 
five at the time and they were looking down at the at the caution sign because he was like, oh, I don't know what to get. I was under pressure. They were like, get a tattoo. And then there was a caution sign and then that was it. Did you make that up? No, you did. You did, Erica. You no, made that up. Like, I mean, just playing out in the streets of like whatever suburb that from Jamaica you're from. Maybe it was just the way you said it. Anyway, so yeah, the tattoo parlor was day one and then day two was we took over the hair salon at Claridge's Hotel, which is the Stunning. fanciest hotel. Only for the fanciest bitch. For the fanciest boy in Ireland. <laughs> and did ed- ed- editor events there. I was so exhausted. But Erica came all the way to London to hang with, with me and Ricardo. So I will go anywhere on a hope, a wish, and a prayer for my friends. We, it was so much fun. So much fun. We, we, went, to, we went to Soho House um, the first we night. Yeah. And that was really cool. We went for um, dinner. Yeah. Chilled. Then the next night, we had this like experiential dinner concept thing like at, at my th- where where I was staying um and oh, they flew yeah. in this um they flew in this chef from somewhere and it was like at this menu where they bring all this stuff like poncy stuff like there was foam like <laughs> it was unbelievable fucking fish foam like but you don't eat fuck? fish so of course no, you weren't going and to like that I don't like eat that. foam yeah well I liked it it was an I oyster like, and foam I like food yeah it was food no it was foam it was good if food. I'm hungry and someone puts a plate of foam down in front of now, me, guess what? It was like fine dining, so you had at least like seven different courses. Well, there wasn't any that bread, was... first and foremost. Oh my God, there wasn't any bread. No, there was fucking foam instead. I ate my body bread, bread last night. Love bread. I love, love bread. bread. And a bit of Kerrygold. Oh. Oh, we were oh hiding. The, there was a limited amount of butter last night. So yeah, we were Andrew ate all the butter. butter, by the way. I, I did. I I put more butter than fucking he bread. The bowl. I, lo- I, I just rubbed the butter all over my body. <laughs> and slid around for a Body while. Body butter by Andrew Fitzsimons yeah. coming soon to the skincare Boy range. Um, so yeah, L- London was really, really. London fun. was very fun. I love London. You do. I absolutely do. love London. It's I like, like London. I but you love London. I love London. I think because there's just a lot going on there, and what I do. I love the men in London. <laughs> Girl. Don't get me wrong. I do love the men. To They're me, it's special. just a bit big. It's just a bit like I big and rainy. I like I don't mind it. Ireland's like cozy and rainy or Dublin's cozy and rainy. London is giant. Yeah, and but rainy. it's the pace. Like I love getting on the tube and not knowing who you're gonna see. Like whereas I don't you see get them. on the dart here and you see your your the person you were in sixth class with. Maybe you do because you're a Northsider. I can't believe you're leaving. I'm so sad. Leaving tomorrow morning and I'm going back to the hot weather. I'm very okay. I'll tell you the things that I'm excited for. I'm gonna miss a lot about Ireland. Most of all, my nephew Luke. Um, and then the rest of you guys. Um, but I'm excited about the hot weather. Excited about to be able to drive again. I don't yes. like being driven. I like to drive myself. I like driving you around um, in Dublin. Uh, and what else am I excited for? Legal marijuana, definitely. Um, I'm excited about getting super baked. Um, I'm excited for my own bed. Your own? There's nothing like your own oh, bed. Nothing like your own See bed. See a fresh set of white sheets. Yeah. Just out of the dryer. Yeah. And oh I, do you know, my God. You know those I scent boosters? Do you have bed. scent boosters here that you can Would put in? You know, can I tell you? Scent boosters. Can I tell you how many fucking scent boosters I put in my yoke? Oh, in your yoke? In my yoke. In your yoke. You put scent boosters yeah. in your yoke? If a, if, if, yeah, if a guy's coming over, you put a scent booster in. <laughs> boost, boost that scent. Boost that little booty. Yeah. <laughs> smells like fucking lavender foam. Um, but I'm excited for go, to go back to work. Yes. To do some hair, to see Chloe, to see the gals. The gals. Soul <gasps> cycle. I get to soul. Oh, I soul cycle. This. Uh, do you guys have soul cycle? You don't have soul cycle in Ireland, obviously, because I would have done it this, all the time. This guy in is South, on fire. No, this 
slut in no, Soul Cycle. No, I am a. He when he rides that bike. I not ride, only does he slap the saddle when he when you have to be up out of your I saddle, ride he slaps like, his ass. No, he slaps his leg. I'm pretending the bike is Jason Momoa. I have never been so intimidated in my life by you, Andrew, until Good. I went to Soul Cycle. Because I'm you. trying to show like, oh. all those bitches I will take your man. Well, you're trying to take the instructor. I'm trying to take the seat. <laughs> Soul Cycle is an experience, though. Soul Cycle is that was that like. <clears throat> the if, first time I did it with you was an absolute killer. But let me ex- like let me explain three. what Soul Cycle is. So Soul Cycle, it's it's I was I've never been an athletic person my whole entire life. Never did fucking never did shit. I was a teenage smoker drinker. <laughs> like I was down in the pub with and your I was, Oscar Wilde fringe with a, uh, with a floppy hair and okay. Anyway, I was tragic, but um. Soul Cycle is the first uh, exercise class that I ever enjoyed. Now yeah. it's a bit it's a American and Ponzi <laughs> the the soul part where they're you can do it, guys, and you're like, it's like your body's you just your gotta temple. get yourself up out of bed. You did the work today, you yeah. guys. You're you doing did laps it. around everyone who's still on the sofa. Like it's it's full American. <laughs> it's but it's like church. It it is really like it's church. But it's like, like a church. It's, but it's like motive like self motivational church. Yeah. While you're moving your body, but I don't go to cl- nightclubs anymore. Yeah. I'm 36. I I've done that for years and years. Literally since I was fucking eight years old, I was going to fucking clubs. Yeah. And um, eight years old with Kiki. Yeah, with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, we used to go to raves. After house raves of the 90s. wouldn't surprise me. Um, but it is how, it's like, basically it's all in the dark. It's a, like a, what do you call those bikes? Like a non It's an actual bike, bike like a like, spinning bike. Like a spinning bike. Uh, you clip your feet in, they give you special shoes and you clip your feet in, the lights come down. Oh my God. And I go to this instructor who plays like Dirty South. Like <gasps> My like, favourite. Same. Like, I'm and half that, South that, Carolina that, girl. That will make me throw my ass back like nothing else. Oh. Literally. Not only did you throw it back, I think you threw it back. Nook if you book. (laughs) Nook if you book. Nook if you book. Girl, I can't help myself. I'm literally, I'm (gasps) slapping my ass. I I have bruises on my ass of my hands. Can can we go back to, okay, so imagine going to SoulCycle for the first time and you don't know what the fuck you're doing or what you're getting yourself into. I didn't know how to clip my shoes into the the stirrups. Like, Andrew, can you help me? I'm I'm, I'm busy. I'm stretching. (laughs) Take this seriously, Erica. I am. <laughs> they have someone go around with a flashlight to like help put you in. Yeah. But obviously I... <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Being myself who likes to run before I can walk, yeah. I tried to keep up with the pace. Yeah. And I, do you not remember? I fell on you. Oh, yeah, you did. The whole at one point, now these are all spaced out bikes Erica that takes don't a move. Tumble. Erica, all of a sudden, is on my lap like we're in the Bound Two video. 
And I'm what like, okay. I literally, I'm just, I just have Erica in my arms like the bodyguard and I'm cycling for both of us. I'm like, you lazy bitch. My friend Wendy went with me one time. Wendy refused Wendy. to go for years and years and I years. I don't fucking blame her. She like, was probably traumatized. She went on the bike right behind me and she was going, and she does not exercise. She's anti-exercising. And she was going so hard the entire class. And I said after class, Wendy, you did amazing. You like, you really fucking tried. And she says, I wasn't moving my legs. I was just moving so my ponytail pony around the whole time. I was like, you're a fucking genius. Genius. Also, I should have done that. Yeah, you should have done that. I just turned. I literally think that I'm like a honey, ha- honey colored haired, like video vixen from like 2002 in my head. But you are in my head. If you I'm want C- to be that, I'm, you are. I'm XX Sierra. Were you? RIP my YouTube channel. <laughs> no, <laughs> my first YouTube channel. That's how obsessed I was with Sierra back you in the day. You should dress up as Sierra Cause for cause Halloween one year. I should. <gasps> I'll do the like a boy. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Of course you will. Of course I. W- Andrew, <laughs> not today. Anyway, um, do you know what I'm very excited for? What? I'm really, really excited uh, that the next episode that we're going to be recording yes. will be when these episodes are out. So we'll actually be able to hear from people yeah. and get some questions for asking for a friend. Yeah. You like just, it's you're, you want to ask those questions that but you don't want to be, di- that you don't want to feel disrespectful. Yeah. That you don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. Um. So you can get in touch with us at hello. Wait, do you, wait, do you have one for me, by the way? What? Of like a gay thing uh, like that you don't know about? I think we talked about it the other night. We did? Because we were talking about anal and I was <laughs> <laughs> Um, so is there any, anything that you want to know about the gay experience that the you gay, don't already know? No, you know everything. You're I've, like, oh, yes, like Kiki Stylo raised me. I've been yeah. raised around the gays. Yeah, I think I'm pretty much, I've, I have a good insight, but obviously like I don't live that life. So I don't know everything just yeah. from what you tell me. Right. So I, I, do, I do, I do divulge enough that you kind of just, you, you, you don't overshare. You like spread your legs yeah. in front of me. Yeah. And tell me that this is how it goes down. Yeah. But that's yeah. friendship. No, it's it. Oh my god, that's like. If you like can't spread your legs in front of your friends, what? They're not your friends. You? Who can you? If you can't spread your legs in front of your friends, they're not your friends. I gotta go. <laughs> we need to get you on a flight. You need to get back to LA. You're glitching over here. I really do. Next time we record, I'll be in LA, and yes. you'll be here, which is probably the way we're going to be doing it. From yeah. LA. But I've been here for a week. When I tell you, when I go back to LA after being in Ireland for a week. I look about 30 years older. I'm swollen. Oh I'm hungover. Gosh. I'm exhausted. That's because all you do is drink when you come back. Oh, well, You I'm were sorry. drinking pitchers and margaritas last night. Well, you night. weren't drinking fucking bally gown. Give me one margarita. I'll be sucking some dick. Oh. <laughs> um, but we, we do want to hear your questions. Um, I think the more invasive, the better. The weirder, the Listen, better. Listen, don't hold back when it comes to asking me and Andrew anything everything will be completely anonymous we just want this to be a safe space for you to share and hopefully just get some insight and maybe some we won't give you unsolicited advice if you're I will Andrew will I won't I'm the caring mother in this one I feel Um, and he's the angry stepdaddy but that's fine I'm not angry I just don't want to hear it (laughs) exactly (laughs) the stepdaddy that didn't want to be a stepdaddy yeah literally oh my god Um, Um, but yeah we want to hear from you and just start our little community. I feel like this is going to be a little community of other little misfits, group like therapy. two of us. A group, group therapy. So if they're secret, if they're secrets, if they're agony ants, yeah. If you know, they're just questions for the two of us. And what was that email again, Erica? Hello at unapologeticpod.com. Okay, I gotta go. You gotta go. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Oh, no, I, I. No, I just want to go. <laughs>
can we can we do the outro okay fine thank you so much for listening to our podcast unapologetic with with andrew uh, fitzsimons and erica cody oh we're we're getting there 